Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. I'm really, really happy that you're here with me this week. Um, And what I wanted to talk to you about today is trusting in your energy levels and using that trust to tell you what your body needs right now. Because I think like many of us, I was really looking forward to the fresh start of this new year. And I think the thing that I was most looking forward to was a little bit of headspace to work in my business. Some like quiet time away from my kids and my partner squirreled up in um, my office space that I've created and, and really enjoy. It feels like a very calm, relaxed, nurtured environment. And usually I sit in here and I can hear the chaos of the house outside and it feels like a little bit of a a sanctuary. And inevitably, inevitably, I'm always in here working either in the evenings by myself, which I don't mind at all because of the quietness, but working in the evenings is not my optimal time of day. I'm definitely a morning person and I really thrive in that early morning energy. Or it's at the weekends when there's a lot of noise and a lot of running around going on downstairs. So as I said, I was really looking forward to yeah, that headspace and just the quiet, calm environment that would have come with the kids being at nursery. And in particular, my youngest, Patrick, he um, just turned one recently and he would have been starting nursery for the first time. And so, of course, that didn't come about uh, with the change in lockdown restrictions here in the UK. Nursery is closed and has been postponed for both of them. But then on top of that, um, the start of January just saw a really rough patch in Patrick's sleep. I don't know whether it was a milestone with his development or whatever. Um, and I have subsequently worked with Susan Wallace, who was on podcast episode two, talking about her sleep consultancy services. And my goodness, it has worked an absolute miracle. She is literally changed the life of our family and her support was very, very much appreciated through what was a quite sleep deprived and time with lots of grumpy faces around in our house every morning. So with all of that, those first few weeks of January that I'd looked forward to so much didn't really come with that fresh start new year vibe that I'd anticipated and I'm sure I am not alone in that feeling. So rather than being like psyched and enthusiastic and full of energy and really raring to go, I found myself procrastinating with my, especially in business, 
And I found myself like clearing out my inbox, which had over 5,000 unread emails from last year, which is ridiculous. It makes me realise um, how many emails we must get every day. Instead of like really getting stuck into the really exciting plans that I had for the year ahead and getting things booked up for the weeks to come. And usually what I would have done when I felt like this was just power on through and force myself to get on with it somewhat reluctantly. Um, and, you know, I would have been in the doing mode, but maybe not necessarily getting the full enjoyment out of it. But I've been learning a lot about working in line with your energy cycles from one of my own coaches and something just told me that this was a good opportunity to try it out. And, you know, maybe it just happened that I was starting the new year in the low point of my energy cycle rather than the high point that I had expected. And crazily enough, then, a few days later, my own cycle started up after nearly two years of you know, a combination of pregnancy and then breastfeeding. I hadn't had a menstrual cycle for quite a long time. And that just said to me that like this was, you know, it just told me I felt it was a sign that I was doing the right thing in taking things easy. And right enough then, like not even a week later, I would say my usual levels of enthusiasm and energy and passion have really returned. And um, so this episode, I wanted to give a bit of an introduction to what working with your energy cycles is all about. I'm hoping to get my own coach on for an interview at some point because she really is um, the expert. She's much more knowledgeable about this than I am, both in terms of her, her practical experience and her theoretical knowledge as well. But this week, I'll let me give you a bit of a beginner's guide. If this is something that's new to you, then hopefully it'll give you a good introduction. And if it's something that you have come across already, then, you know, I'd love to hear some ideas from you as well. The basic idea behind this is that just like the seasons, our energy levels operate in cycles. So as human beings, we're just not designed to be on full throttle all of the time. We're not supposed to be, you know, at maximum capacity all of the time. And particularly as women, this seasonal cycle of energy is represented quite nicely in our monthly energy cycle. So if we relate the energy levels back to the seasons, we start off in spring, which is uh, a time for like blossoming and new things growing and um, seeding. And it's a time of like preparation and planning. And then we move through into summer. That's a time of high energy um, a desire for action, for socialising, connection, for really getting things done. And then after summer, we move into autumn, which is a time for reflection, clearing out the, the things that don't work, like finishing bits and pieces off. 
before we then move into winter, which is the time for you know, real consolidation, rest, recuperation and sort of going in to yourself. And I guess when we link those four seasons to our menstrual cycle, you're looking very roughly at a week for each of the seasons, give or take. Now, if you have a a natural menstrual cycle that spans roughly one month in length, then it'll be mainly hormones that control your cycling through these different energy states. And you might notice how this shows up in your mood, in the levels of tiredness that you feel in general, what activities you feel drawn to doing at particular times of the month as well. But even if you don't have a natural cycle, which is quite common these days for lots of different reasons, or maybe your cycle isn't regular or it isn't a month in length, then it may still serve you well to operate very loosely around a similar sort of fluctuation or at least be aware of it so you can give yourself an extra little bit of TLC when you need and then pack a bit more into your schedule when you feel like it. Now where I find it really helps is in giving myself some downtime and allowing myself to rest, trusting that if I do that my energy will come back and that's exactly what I found at the start of this year. So sometimes it's difficult to stop on, not even stop, even just slow down because you can't shake that feeling that you have to do it all or you have to be on top of things or that you have to do everything that you do has to be done to the highest possible standards. So, you know, those expectations of perfectionism that are creaking, creeping in. But if you reframe your mindset and you can trust that at a different time in the month, you will feel like doing those things, then it may allow you to take that temporary rest and the downtime that you need in order to allow those high energy times to come back in. So what does this practically look like in different aspects of your life? You know, how might you actually respond to those different energy levels in the things that you do? Well, if I so let me talk about work and family life and personal things. Um, And I'll start off with work. So in work, if it's probably easiest if you run your own business and you have some like control over what types of work you do at different times of the month. So you might plan the busier times of the month when you have to interact with clients a lot, for example, during your your summer, your high energy weeks. You might save your more admin heavy tasks for autumn and winter. And you would maybe have your streaks of creativity and like planning during the the spring weeks when you're we've got that sort of look forward mentality. Now, if you don't run your own business or you don't have much control over your workload, then 
You can make smaller changes to your working environment, for example. So during your winter weeks, you might want to like keep a blanket with you. You might want to wear your cozy jumpers or have a hot water bottle in on your chair. Uh, you might give yourself permission to turn off your webcam when you're in your Zoom calls, for example. Or maybe during your spring and summer weeks, you might want to have some uplifting background music on. Small tweaks that just reflect your mood within your environment. Um, so you can also bring it into family life. Some examples might be when you're organising or choosing the activities that you would like to do with your kids. Um, you know, planning the, the high energy disco music whenever you're feeling up to it and maybe the more like creative or focus-based tasks at other times. Maybe in the time you spend with your partner, you want to have like a date night or organize something a bit fun and different in your summer month, um, your summer week, whereas the autumn and winter is the time for like slouching on the couch in front of Netflix, for example. Um, and then personally, in household management that you are responsible for, you might want to vary that according to the time of month as well. So if you typically coordinate the the meal planning and the shopping, for example, then you might want to ask your partner if they can take that on for a particular week in the month. And then finally, in how you spend your own free time as well. So exercise is probably a good one to think about. You might like to run in spring and summer, getting out in your spring and summer weeks, getting out in, in the fresh air. But in the autumn and winter months, you might find some restorative, slow yoga practice to be a lot more nourishing to your body. So those are just a few ideas to get started with. And I'm conscious that this may be something that you're well aware of and have already integrated as part of your life. But if not, and this is new to you, then it might feel like quite a lot and it might be it might feel a little bit intangible to start with. So if you are just starting out, then I'd really encourage you to just start off with noticing. So say things a good way to start is with things that are part of your daily routine already. Notice how they feel, um, you know, across different days or different weeks and how that changes over the course of, of several weeks or a month. And I think that by doing that, it allows you to build that trust that I talked about at the start and recognising that at some times you'll feel less like doing it and at some times you'll feel more like doing it. And hopefully if you're able to see those cyclical patterns, that will then allow you to allow yourself more of the rest that you really, really deserve at this time. I would I really, really love to know if this has been useful. So please do drop me a message and let me know or take a screenshot of the episode and give me a tag on on Facebook or Instagram. 
And this is another theme that we'll be exploring in my group program in February. It should be a lineup of a fabulous group of women, which I'm really, really excited about. So give me a shout on Instagram at Debbie Leco if you're interested in hearing any more about that. And I should look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.